0: Malam minggu belanja magis lagi, betul. Biar aku lanjutin bu. Malam ini sepertinya ngomongin Inggris lagi, ya kan bu?
1: Ya betul buka. Wah seru nih bu. Tamu dari mana lagi nih bu ibu? Nah fun fact tentang tamu kita ini adalah mbak-mbak cantik, I say beautiful ladies, mbak-mbak <laughs> cantik mahasiswi bimbingan Pak Kriswagunusida. Uniknya lagi, examiner dari degree project mereka adalah Sean, tamu podcast kita dua minggu yang lalu, atau seminggu yang lalu ya, seminggu yang lalu kayaknya. Ini tuh kayak pepatah dunia selebar daun kelor nggak sih mas?
2: Ya yep, betul banget bu. Tapi aku tuh suka mikir loh, kalau dunia memang benar selebar daun kelor, di manakah so book berada, cuma sleper down killer kok yang belum ketemu ya buka
0: Eh hey, malah lo eh tapi ini saya juga jadi penasaran kalau sleber down killer itu ya kok belum ketemu-ketemu gitu ya <laughs> tapi ini sebaiknya kita pick to the topic brother and sister Nah, kali ini kita mau ngobrolin tentang penelitian tamu kita yang fokusnya tentang How the Attitudes to Reading English Children's Literature Affect Book Access and Teacher Library Collaboration into Swedish Primary School Sekurang Inggris apa aja Pak, saya?
2: Keren banget, menarik kok ya Jadi kita
0: akan melihat
2: bagaimana Attitudes of Reading Affect uh, Book Access and also Teacher Library Collaboration Baik kalau gitu, kita langsung sapa saja yuk. Hi Elin and Jennifer, nice meeting you. Hi hi. Hi. <laughs> nice you.
3: Hi Elin and Jennifer,
1: it's nice to finally meet you. I'm Yusefa, the one emailing you, and he is Thomas from Sanata Dharma University. Chris nice. actually graduated from the same university with Thomas and I. And yeah. I used to be um, Chris's undergraduate teacher. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. He, he, was, he was a naughty student back then. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she's Uka uh, UK from Universitas Muhammadiyah, Yogyakarta.
2: Hi, hi again.
1: Nice <laughs> to meet
0: you all. Nice to meet you. Thank you. Thank you so much, um, Ellen and Jennifer, for joining us in our podcast today. Um, Ellen and Jennifer, can you introduce yourself first to Sobat Malming?
4: Um, Yes, of course. So, uh, first of all, um, my name is um, Ellen Rushworth. And, uh, Jennifer? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) my name is Jennifer Oldby. Uh,
3: And um, the two of us, Uh, just actually did our exams. We fin- finished our four-year education, teacher education, now last Friday. So we're getting ready for uh, reality. <clears throat> and um, yes, we've been studying at Malmo University. Thank you. <laughs> I saw the applause. It feels good. Yeah. Yes, it's exciting. And um, we just um, we studied at Malmo University, which is in the south of Sweden. Um and uh, we our, our program uh, means that we will be primary teachers for the preschool class uh, until grade three or year three. so it means like ages five to eleven.
2: Wow. Once again, congratulations, Ellen and Jennifer. That's cool. <laughs> Welcome to the yeah, real we can, world. We,
4: we can add actually. <laughs> we, we forgot to add that we are uh, um, we chose English as a specialization. Um, We forgot to add that, yes, so, um, and one of the reasons, I think, why we did that for both Jennifer and I is because we both, well, of course, we love, we have a love of the English language, um, and part of the reason is because we have English-speaking backgrounds, both of us.
1: Yeah, okay,
4: thank
2: you. (laughs) Yeah, so... Thank you so much for sharing, especially related to your love to English, because all of us here, I believe, love English so much, right, (laughs) Puka. Okay, Uh, okay, okay, related to what you have done. Maybe we we would like to know more. Why you guys are interested in focusing your research or project on reading, especially L2 reading?
4: Yes, so um, I think it really comes from... um from a a love of children's literature. Um, And uh, like one of the main reasons why I chose to become a a primary school teacher is because it gives me a good excuse to to read children's books and buy children's books and and picture books. I think it's, um, um, yeah, some amazing uh, children's literature available. Uh, So that's really the big reason I think. Um, And then also, um like my personal experience um growing up as a as a, as a young pupil, um, I didn't really see much um, children's literature in school in Sweden uh, in English class uh, and also now I think Jennifer will agree with me that now when we have been out teaching as mm. teacher students um at our um, internships uh, we haven't really seen that much of um English children's literature um out in the schools and not so much um you know literature based instruction and and all of this so that's another big reason why we are interested in this
3: mm. and maybe Ellen you want to say that <clears throat> because when you while reading uh, writing your previous paper you also came across the book floods and extensive reading uh yeah. which which made us much more interested in, in digging deeper into this. Um, and also, I would like to just uh, add that, <clears throat> as Alien as said before, we have a background in English speaking countries. And uh, I grew up, um, a few of my, my childhood years was in uh, the US. And for me, my childhood was filled with books like Dark from Dr. Seuss or Laura Ingalls. And uh, like Alien says, there's just such. Um, and a huge amount of fantastic literature to really take advantage of and to share and um so this is this is i think for me i'm very interested in authentic authenticity authentic material uh and not just school books but but the real thing and and trying to um share this treasure i think that's that's one of the main reasons for me
0: That's that's a very interesting background and how you come to love uh, this field. Uh, Maybe you can give the audience a brief background on English in Sweden. Could you tell us the role of English in Sweden and how students learn English since early age?
4: Yes, so shall I start? Um, So, well basically, um, I mean mean, English is so important um, in Sweden and it's important for for higher education. Um, So you need to to have a passing grade in English uh, as one of the three main core subjects at school to be able to um, go on to to further education. Um, And we start to to learn English early in Sweden as well. Um, So now it's compulsory from the age of um, well, from from the from year from year three, um, that's compulsory. But then teachers may wish to start earlier, and they can if they if they want to. So some teachers will start at grade two, and some at grade one, and some even in preschool class. Um, so it depends. It's up to the teacher and the school, um, and also of course. You know, there's so much media um, and music and and all of that, and uh, the the American influence and the British influence. So English is is very much present in in Swedish society.
3: Yeah, I could just maybe add to that that also something that is maybe a bit special about Sweden when we compare ourselves, at least with other European countries, is that um, when it comes to t- TV. <clears throat> Everything that's in English stays in English. We just have subtitles. So that means that every everyone is always exposed to a lot of spoken English. So this also um, really raises the level of. You can be so surprised to meet young kids that s- some of them haven't even started school or they're they're very young in the first grades and they feel quite secure. You know, t- testing uh, testing different um, jokes in English or. Uh, so it's 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 a quite it's almost our second second yeah. language in a way yeah Sweden is not such a big country and we're the only country in the world that speaks Swedish so we have a great respect um for English to be able to reach out um, yeah so that 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 is also why it plays a big role, I would say <coughs>
1: Okay. Uh, very
3: interesting background of English, though. So thank you for sharing.
1: Now, uh, you told us that your degree project is related to L2 reading, right? And I find your research question, because you shared um, your project with me, uh, I find your research question is very interesting. How does access, attitudes of, and collaboration between English primary school teachers and school librarians in Sweden? affect young EFL, ESL pupils' reading of English children's literature in schools, right? So uh, could you tell us why you decide to research on the topic?
4: Um, yes, so as I, as I mentioned previously, it, it kind of comes first from the, the, our personal experience being out at schools, wondering why teachers are not using more, um, more authentic literature. Um, and uh, why the libraries don't have more books kind of thing in English. Um, so we wanted to, to investigate this further and to really, um, but maybe not um, investigate the access, but investigate how teachers and other professionals at school, like the librarians, how they um, perceive the access to uh, English children's literature. So that's that's one of the main things, um, and when we started to think about those things, um, it the, li- the role of the school library um, became more important and became interesting for us to look at as well, um, because there is also a um, uh, recently there is um, a new law proposal in Sweden, um, which from the government, um, and it's uh, it's made. Um, because the the Swedish government wants to um, boost the the importance of the Swedish school libraries um, and make uh, the schools use them more um, and so on. Um, So we looked into that and we found that English is not really specifically mentioned in this. It's the only focus is on Swedish, but then the English language is so important For for people in Sweden and to uh, to be able to enter higher education, so that was interesting you know why is why isn't English mentioned specifically in in this, Um, so we started to discuss about those kind of things. Um, And Jennifer is something you want to to add. Mm. Regarding this. Yeah, no. It's just it,
3: it. It has been curious for us to try to see how come, how come English is so important, and we have such a high level, that and also that our role as teachers means that we always we always have to be there and meet our pupils at the level where they are, and of course um, provide them progression and to really challenge them, which. Um, I think I think that's that's sort of hard sometimes to see that not everything is in line with this, Um, as as we will see. We will show a little bit later, but um, that there can be reports by our um, school institutions like writing that all languages uh, should be um, uh, um, present in the school library uh, and the school library should be used in all subjects. also. literature should be used not just in, in the language subject Swedish, but in all subjects like math, but then still there is nothing specific for English. So for us it's been a little bit confusing and like really we yeah. wanted to try to
4: figure this out a little bit more. And also to find out really what, what teachers out there think about um, reading in, uh, in L2 and n- not you know later on at school but the early L2 reading. Uh, for primary school children you know what what do they think about it do they they think it's a good idea or do they think it's a bad idea or haven't they really thought about it so yeah it was just a lot of I guess curiosity uh, from our part we wanted to know what they what they think about about reading in uh, in the early grades Mm -hmm. nice so I could say
2: that your curiosity started this project the whole project and I can find Mm -hmm. like you said three words in this study, which are attitudes, access, and also collaboration. I believe that's so interesting and our listener would like to hear more from you all. So could you guys share your project, your data collection, and also the findings uh, with us and also the audience, of course. Can you?
3: Yes, Yes, Uh, we would love to share it. I'm trying to figure out how I can... I will share my screen now. Uh, okay. It will work fine, I hope. Yeah.
4: So let's see how it works. But um, yeah, but I can begin a little bit just as you said, um, you mentioned the, the three main themes uh, for our project really is access, attitudes uh, and, and collaboration. Um, so uh, here we are, per- perfect. So I'll talk more about our themes later. So um, we'll just go through a, a, a summary of our degree project now. So the title of the degree project um, is is early L2 reading of children's literature a good idea.
3: So let's see, so that I can there.
4: So yes, just the background and motivation. So why we wanted to do this, I think we mentioned most of it already. Um, yes, so uh, we can, we can pass this slide. Mm. Yes, so to our research question. Yes, so um, as I mentioned before, the, uh, uh, the project really focuses on the themes um, attitudes, so the teachers and the librarians attitudes towards early uh, L2 reading of English children's literature and also the access. So um, how they perceive uh, the access to children's literature at their school and collaboration, it refers to um, how the teachers collaborate with the school library. And also um, the sort of fourth question, Um, how do these um, three aspects uh, affect each other? So here we kind of broke down our uh, research questions into these parts.
3: Exactly. Okay. So when it came to the data collection, um, what we did was a very small qualitative study uh, using uh, in-depth interviews with four English teachers and two school librarians, um, which were at two schools um, in the same municipality in Malmö. Um, And um, these uh, four English teachers, uh, also their focus is the younger ages, our ages. um, So we would say five, six-year-old up to 11. Uh, We Actually actually here, we included an English teacher for the fourth grade, uh, just because that age is Close enough to hours, we actually end in the third grade. But um, the amount of English hours um, in the syllabus is so much larger for the teacher, for the students that go four, five, six, those grades. So we wanted to include um, a teacher from there too. Uh, and um, so uh, what we did was we had semi-structured interviews um, based on an interview guide um, from these, uh, these four um, themes, topics. Um, access, attitudes, and collaboration. Um, and because of the pandemic, it was a little bit like this. We actually did them digital, um, digitally. So we used Zoom in Swedish. Um, we chose that. It was much more natural. Uh, and then what we did afterwards was that we translated them to English. So that's a little bit how, how we did it. And um, so when it comes to the findings, um, uh, we sort of bulk these up in our different topics. It makes it more easy to 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 understand. So when it come came to attitudes, um, we chose to analyze attitudes um, uh, from three the three elements, which is something coined or this is like a concept uh, within social psychology. Um, so the three elements of attitudes refers to the cognitive part, the affective part, and the behavioral part, and um, this was a very helpful tool for us to, to be able to really break it down and to, um, to, to have to find support to real good theoretical support when analyzing. So when we looked at the cognitive um, attitudes, meaning what the teachers and the librarians, what they think or what they believe, what they express was, we would say generally very positive to um, when asked would it be good? Oh yes, literature, children's books—that would be fantastic. We definitely think so. Yes, uh, but then when we when we um, at the further we went with our questions and also asking uh, exactly how they believed or what they sort of perceived about L two reading or the the concept of reading with young pupils, I think we really realized that. They didn't share the same common ground with us. They didn't always think of this shared book, or shared reading methods. But I think in many uh, teachers' minds, was still sort of reading as a uh, individual solo act in a way. So when, when they referred to that, most of them were obviously quite hesitant, thinking that, no, well, our pupils are, they're too young actually to start reading English, because they're struggling with Swedish, was a lot. So um, when we then um, analyze the effective part of attitudes, so what they would like to do, sort of more their their dream vision, uh, was also that um, the majority was very, very positive. I would say generally, they all were positive to include more than they did. They felt sort of inspired by our questions uh, and feeling like, actually, I haven't thought about this in many years or, this makes me want to contact the librarian. Um, and there was actually only one of the teachers that uh, really is the one that works and inc- by including a lot of literature. She was the only one feeling, actually, I'm very happy with what I do. I, I think I'm including it to a good extent. So uh, there's no room for improvement here, but all the other ones really wanted. So that was interesting. Um, and then the behavioral. so what they actually do uh, was that when it came to including children's literature, um, it was quite rare that they did generally uh, and also that it was unsystematic. And by that we mean that it wasn't something that they really felt it was important to include so that they sort of um, made sure to always come back to it over and over, but it was sort of like uh, it, it makes sense here. We could do that or by accident, or there were different reasons behind why they would use it. So it was it was a bit unsystematic. Uh, this is what we found. And uh, yeah, I think we, we wanted to share a little bit um, uh, from the reflections of the teachers and the school library staff by using their quotes, so not, not putting our own words to it. So uh, like one would say, if you think about it, First and second graders are actually struggling to learn to read in Swedish, which is what we found a lot, that that's why they said, wait with English, or um, as soon as they can read a simple text, they should. So as they, when they can read, also sort of referring to when they are able themselves, a little bit individual, uh, or I find that they are quite afraid of not understanding. So maybe maybe teachers, um, are sort of already in anticipating fear of not instead of inviting, could be, or that's how I really want the English subject to be, listening and reading for pleasure, which is of course uh, a little bit more of our dream as well and why we think literature is uh, is so wonderful to include.
4: Yeah, Ellen. Yes. Um, so when it uh, comes to the, the access or I have to say it's, um, it's the perceived access. Um, We didn't investigate ourselves the the access by counting English books or anything like this. So it's uh, the teachers and the librarians uh, perceived access. And uh, what they said basically is that um, it's um, an inadequate access um, of uh, English children's literature targeting the years um, 1 to 4, so the the early years, Um, and it was the same in in both schools, Um, and I think there is a quote here um, on the slide uh, from uh, from um, one one of the um, staff working in the library, Um, and it says, um, I don't think we have enough good children's literature targeting the very youngest pupils." Uh, which kind of sums, sums it up. Um, and what was also interesting was that uh, one of the um, the library uh, staff he thought that there was actually an inadequate access at the retailer uh, itself. So um, and the school is sort of obliged to to use a specific book retailer for their book purchases. And uh, at this um, this retailer, he didn't perceived he didn't perceive the access to sort of good and easy reading material for for this age group. Um, very good, uh, not a great selection at all. Uh, that was his opinion. Um, and another interesting factor was that um, they said that. Um, they didn't experience the, the digital options as a problem because digital solutions like digital eBooks, books etc., um, they were available. It was the, um, the physical paper books that they were lacking. And uh, it was interesting how a few of them reflected that um, they didn't think that in their experience, And the young pupils didn't want to read digital books on their iPads, Uh, they wanted the physical books. Um, And also one of the teachers expressed the same thing that she she doesn't want to use digital books, she wants physical paper books. So that was interesting, Um, you know, in this digital age, it's uh, interesting to hear this. Um, And uh, another factor that was um, (coughs) important, I think, regarding the access is that uh, the the staff working in the library and also the teachers, um, and we had some very experienced teachers um, as uh, our participants, um, they didn't feel that they had uh, enough knowledge about appropriate books to use um, in English. Yes, and the collaboration. Well, so the, um, the col- collaboration um, regarding English books uh, and um, English in the early grades seemed to be virtually like, non-existent, basically. Um, and uh, the, the librarian, one of the librarians says that um, they, don't, they do not borrow books and no one has talked to me about requesting books. For the very youngest. Um, so there is not really any collaboration uh, in English. There is collaboration, of course, in Swedish and uh, with Swedish books and they the, the teachers expressed that this collaboration was, was good, um, but English has been sort of forgotten or pushed a little to the side. Um, however, um, There seemed to be uh, more collaboration in the the higher grades, grades four to six. And um, as I I said by by reading this quote, um, the teachers, according to uh, the librarians, uh, they don't really request English children's literature for the early grades and they are able to request books um, which the which the librarian can can purchase, but uh, they don't. Um, so there's not really a, a big interest one can say um, about buying more English books to the library or to to use in the classroom. Um, and yeah, one of one of the main things also to to mention here is that, um, I mean the the use of English and the um, when it comes to the the library, the school library, it's 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 not mandatory and it's really up to each school if there is an interest in that particular school. Um, of course, there there will probably be more, but it's very up to the individual school and the individual individual teachers. Um, we found. Yes. Um, and here uh, we have a, uh, a teacher's reflection um, on, uh, on the use of the school library uh, at her school and uh, I can read so she says <coughs> you come to the library, but it's almost as if we're waiting to let children borrow an English book until they are able, until they are there until it's almost becomes a book that uh, which to me, feels like you have to be very, very good at English to their approach. So we wanted to include this um, this quote because it really sort of highlights how the library is used uh, and also um, the, the, the sort of attitude to, to reading um, that the, uh, reading is something that you do when you are able to read. So reading is delayed. Reading is not seen as something that you do together with the teacher before you can read. So with sort of uh, shared reading or read alouds, that's so important for L1 um, reading and reading progression. But it's in in um, in English, this seems to have been a bit forgotten. So. Um, the children are allowed to borrow English books, but kind of they wait until they are already able to read. So I guess when they approach, um, you know, year six, year five and six. Um, so it was it, it was interesting to to see. Do
1: um, you have another slide? No. Um oh, yeah. yes, we can take oh, okay. Okay, so wow. <laughs> Such there a great project, Ellen done. and Jennifer. Wow. We're not
3: done, we're not done. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. I saw that I was muted. I'm so sorry for my calls. Yes.
4: I'm trying to. Let's see here. If we I'm have there. some. We have some more that we can talk about if we have time. <laughs> yes, we can yes. talk about. We can about talk time. some more.
3: But so what do you think? Is there short of time, or do you want to see the rest of the slide? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Uh, okay. I thought that you were done. Uh, no, it wasn't your
4: uh, was no, was oh, sure, sure. sound.
3: Yeah. Sure. Sure. Um, okay, and then uh, when it came to the fourth aspect, or the, like the fourth uh, sub-question, was sort of about all these these three components together and how they affected each other. Sort of, I think what we were interested uh, in uh, trying to understand to get our head around was, is it the access that influences the attitudes or is it the collaboration? Yes, so which comes first? Um, so when it came to attitudes and access, Uh, we found that it's mainly these two that affect teaching and collaboration and also the promotion of uh, reading uh, English children's literature in school. This is the abbreviation we put. Um, And that there was a general lack of certainty if reading uh, in the young ages was a good idea or not. So this is what I think we felt quite surprised to hear that that there was that there was in a way a positive sort of that of course how can you not say that children's literature is good fantastic idea but then when we really broke it down that it came to balancing i think a lot of uh, a lot of different uh, kinds of material that teachers felt that they have to use and very much due to a quite limited but what, what it, an english teacher for the the three first grades has only 60 hours, all in all, uh, dedicated to English. So there's 60 hours. So of course, and then if you have a lot of different requirements and literature is not on the list that a priority, then it's understandable that it feels a little bit difficult, but that depends on, of course, the approach and what we have, what we bring in with, with us into the classroom as teachers. So that also attitudes probably influence access and collaboration the most. So, these attitudes are something that we, I think that we, um, that we build and we create while um, our life, long life learning, but also a lot in our teacher education. What is it that we learn there? What kind of attitude do we have towards reading? Um, <clears throat> another problem was that no one seems to take an active role to promote early uh, reading of English children's books. So. The library library staff is sort of waiting for the teachers to come and ask for it. Uh, and the teachers don't even think about asking the library because they haven't even thought that the library maybe has English books. So it's sort of a standstill. Um, and it turned out that some li- one library had a few books, but they were never bu- uh, lended to the to the young students. So it's a shame there. Um, and then, while we were analyzing our material, our results, we found something that we sort of um, coined like emerging themes, uh, so other themes that we would like to uh, investigate a little bit more, and we, we divided them into the obstacles to reading, so what was it that interfered or made it difficult, and this was, of course, that there was a lack of access, but also this um, a lack of knowledge that that there were even English books in the library or that the library could work together with the teachers. There was no real uh, idea about this. Uh, of course, finances, when it comes down to it, um, when the, the principal uh, is to look over the budget, maybe buying in English children's books is not the priority. Obviously that would be maybe let, lower down on the list is what we've seen. <clears throat> Also, uh, time uh, is is an issue because of um, of, um, the timetable for for English. And something that's very, I think, very special or specific for the Swedish school system is that our curriculum and syllabus is uh, very much open for interpretation. Um, So for example, we don't have a list of which material that we have to use as teachers. It's more um, regarding like knowledge requirements or different uh, abilities that our pupils have to uh, practice to uh, to develop. But actually, and then and then we have core content, which is an inspiration, which shows like um, you can use poems or um, tales, but it, there's no specific list of how many um, children's books, for example. So this is very much open for interpretation. And what we found quite the most limiting i think of it all was this this limited view of what reading entails and even talking to teachers uh, working with young pupils i think i was surprised to not feel that we were co-understanding the same idea of the joint reading together the showing that the the inviting pupils into the reading culture by by modeling and showing and sharing for the pupils to of course then feel more and more safe and more comfortable in looking into books themselves. So it was this idea of, no, first they, they, they speak, they talk, they listen, but then later on they can, they can read English books. Um, and uh, so the possibilities, when we saw that the teachers that, that did uh, include this more, uh, so the, the here the, the more positive uh, side to it was that many teachers said being a class teacher you're very flexible so even if you only have these limited amounts of English hours you have a possibility to include much more so you can read a book in Swedish and then another moment you can read the same book but in an English version and you're free to do this as a teacher so uh, if you would like to you can include a lot um, and um, also some teachers said that when they were at schools that had uh, lacking textbooks in English, uh, they just had to sort of make do with creating their own material. And in that case, they, uh, they started looking into um, children's books and borrowing at the library and really working uh, literature-based uh, creatively. So this was when they didn't have the, the textbooks. Um, and it's also positive that you can interpret the syllabus to use more if you would like, if your attitude is that way. Oh, and here we have those. So we can wait a little bit here. Yes. Okay. Wow.
1: Ellen, Jennifer, you are wow.
4: (laughs) You are wow, ladies. (laughs) And- and... Thanks, there's a lot of things to talk about regarding this.
1: (laughs) It's such a great project. And I can see that like you are talking you're not only talking about your project but you're talking your patient wow (laughs) i'm 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 amazed (laughs) okay so um ellen and jennifer uh, do you find my internet connection okay
3: yeah it's okay Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah yeah All right, so I believe uh, what you've done would add literature to L2 reading, especially to early L2 reading, right? So um, we are
3: curious, what's the implication from your findings? Exactly. So we can either show a slide on this or we can just share. It's up to. You could could show uh, the
1: slides if you have it, I mean. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes.
3: I think I can do it quite quickly here. Um, (laughs) There, share screen, getting used to this Zoom life here. Yes, the new Zoom life. There we go. Let's see. I hope it will. There we go. Can you see our
4: we have uh, two slides for this discussion? Yes. So shall we start with the um, implications then to answer (laughs) your question? Oh, and that's me. <laughs> well, and um,
3: so the implications. Hmm. Ellie, maybe do you do you want to take this? I feel a
4: little bit. Yeah, sure, sure. I can. Yeah, of course. Um. So. Um. Yes. So. Um. As uh, Jennifer just mentioned, she was talking about the uh, interpretive nature of the syllabus. Um. In Sweden, and uh, the English syllabus. So that was something we we really started to discuss and. Um, and uh, one implication is that um, because the uh, the syllabus um, doesn't mention um, children's literature so explicit, then of course this will be open for interpretation. And uh, a, um, a negative effect, of course, uh, of this is that uh, teachers will interpret it differently and some will use a lot of um, English children's literature, as one of the teachers uh, did in our, in our study, because she said that she, her interpretation of the syllabus was that you should include a lot of children's literature. Um, and so she uses a lot, but then uh, other teachers don't interpret uh, the syllabus the same, so they use less. And this will, of course, be a problem with um, equity in the school system in Sweden. Um, so it will, it will result in, in, in students becoming um, less, some less prepared for the English demands ahead and some more prepared. So perhaps the, the syllabus uh, should be revised, you know, I mean, that's, um, perhaps it should be, um, um, you know, the, the importance of of shared reading and extensive reading and using um, children's literature uh, could be made more explicit uh, in the Swedish syllabus for for English. Sorry, the English syllabus. Uh, and also, uh, we thought about um, the teachers' education. Um, you know, because the um, the at- we found that the attitudes affect. Um, both the access and the collaboration, uh, because if you have a positive attitude towards L2 reading, then you might, you know, purchase more books and you may want to collaborate more with the, with the librarian. Um, so um, if the teacher education would stress the importance of, of um, uh, reading early uh, with children also in English, like they do with, with Swedish and the, the first language, um then perhaps this could um help to sort of change the some more reluctant teachers attitudes uh, to become more positive and less hesitant towards um well extensive reading and shared reading in english and and so on um and we also found that um because the the uh, the teachers don't really use the library for English in the early grades. Um, you should see it as a, as an untapped resource um, for English. Um, so to be you know positive, um, there's a lot of uh, potential here to to do um, to do a lot when it comes to uh, reading English. I would just like and, to
3: add. Uh, there. Could I just add yeah. that, uh, like especially one of the librarians really also felt inspired by this and said that um, she would really like to do the same kind of things that she does with Swedish, like visiting classrooms and and, sh- and reading aloud and sharing um, book tips. She said she could imagine definitely doing that in English. So um, the, it is definitely an untapped resource that could be used so much more.
4: <clears throat> and then of course, with the, the, the last point, uh, what we also said before about you know, in this uh, digital age, we're you know talking on Zoom right now. Um, so even if we do live in a digital age and uh, young children are are used to using laptops and iPhones and and everything, still there seems to be a um, a need for physical paper books. So schools shouldn't just replace all the books. You know, throw all the old paper books out and replace them with digital options. I think that is um, um, something that's um, important to to look on and, yeah, be aware of. Mm. Well, it's,
0: again, it's such a great work and the part that, wait, I noted it down, uh, that the school library as an untapped resource, I couldn't agree more than that because, um, well, actually we have a lot of resources that Uh, There, but um, many of us just haven't realized that yet. So I think your work is very important. I think not only in um, your context, but that will be in Indonesia too. So I think if a teacher and librarian can work together, then they will build uh, wider access for the students to learn English since early age. Um, And before we end our discussion, do you have any advice for EFL EFL teachers who are interested in reading with young language learners?
3: Yes, yeah, we were discussing this um, and really we would just like to stress the importance to, to have shared reading first and to really see the benefits of gathering the children, gathering your pupils. Um, really inviting them into the culture of reading by being an example, by showing the great treasures of literature, and and show them how a book is read with feeling, with um, um, you know uh, emotions, and and really th- they need to be included in this. So shared reading first, then later independent reading. Um, th- there is a natural progression here, and also if you if you have the possibility of trying to immerse uh, your pupils or students in a great amount of books like book floods uh, it's also fantastic for for pupils for readers themselves to feel that they can look and that they can choose what what book is you know um really uh inspiring them at the moment so to, to really try to look at, at, at that would be a good way to go um access to books to try yeah. to, I think, Elin, what about this, the funding and motivated by well, research? Well, I mean, yes,
4: so I, of course the funding can be, can be different at different schools, of course, um, and that can be an obstacle for teachers. But I think um, a, an advice would be that uh, I think teachers should be feel safe that they have a lot of research. <laughs> And theory behind them. So, if they go to the principal and ask for more money, you know, to to go to um, to English children's literature for for the younger students, um, they can be confident that um, there is a lot of research that says that this is um, a, a very good way of, of teaching and uh, a way to um, to develop um, students' language. So. Yeah, to to be confident that it's, um, it works.
3: (laughs) And maybe to look into books like such as graded readers and and, uh, picture books and also cartoons. It actually, I think I talked to a librarian that it's not really so important what it is. It's just as long as it's something that really um, attracts the children to read, that's what you have to go on. So I think it, you know, also asking and trying to um, to 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 follow up their own interests, uh, hobbies, what they ask for will definitely motivate uh, children to read. Um, so to really listen to them as well. Mm. Wow.
2: Well, once again, Ellen and Jennifer, what you have done is amazing, and I could say that we all, are inspired by what you have done. And I do hope that our audience from uh, Saturday with will get inspired as well. And we do hope, again, that we can keep in touch later. Maybe it is not the first time for you all, but maybe we will have the second time, or maybe the third or <laughs> fourth like that. And uh, once again, thank you so much for what you have shared.
4: Thank you for, for having Jennifer. us here and for, for listening to our presentation. Yes. Um,
3: Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure to be able to share this knowledge that we've sort of have digged out. (laughs) It's really fun that people around the world are interested in what we have done at our university. So thank you for inviting us.
2: Yeah, maybe to end this uh, meeting, (laughs) kind of meeting, I don't know, but Ellen and Jennifer, could you say one sentence in Swedish for all uh, audience in Indonesia?
3: Yes. What about last minute? Last mer,
4: which means read more.
3: What
2: is that?
4: <laughs> okay, Last mer, last mer. Yeah.
2: Okay, thank you so much. That's already in Swedish, so I would end this uh, with in Bahasa Indonesia. So for Sobat Malmi, terima kasih banyak sudah ikut ngobrol bareng kita dan dukungan dukungan positifnya untuk Saturday with. Stay healthy and happy. Bye bye, everyone. <laughs> bye
3: bye. Bye.